0: Beirut is small, very small. I joined the human chain Sunday afternoon, holding hands with a few friends who walked with me to the Samir Asir garden. And just in front of Samir Asir's statue is a plaque of Gibran Twainy's ode to Lebanon, which he recited on March 14, 2005. And I was on the sidewalk with friends holding their hands. And just across the street was Malik Maktabi, shaking hands and people taking photos. Malik had his own show on LBC. He's a known television presenter, and he's also the husband of Nayla Twaini. And Nayla Twaini is the current editor-in-chief of an newspaper. newspaper. Uh, Nayla's father, Gibran Twaini, his plaque right next to us, uh, Gibran Twaini's father, Hassan Twaini, a former Lebanese ambassador to the UN and a celebrated journalist, very well-respected journalist in Lebanese history. And all of this was happening very quickly. I, I saw Malik, I went up and introduced myself, and I asked him if he thought Naila Twaini would be interested in joining the podcast and reflect on all that's happening at the moment. didn't want to intrude in her privacy, so I kind of asked Malik if he would if he would uh, relay the message. And within hours, it was arranged. And uh, Nayla Twaini was very generous with her time. Uh, she invited me into her office. And uh, we went, basically, to where Gibran Twaini's office s- still preserved. Uh, his desk, his, his computer, um, his television set, his photos, his scarf, it's all there, it's intact, and it's, it's sort of standing in time, and the view is breathtaking. It's a view of the foundation of the old Petit Sarai, a hallmark of al which is of course today Martyr's Square, where everything is happening at the moment, and the same spot where Gibran twaini recited that ode, which really resonates today. Still heard, and whether if it's not being played via speakers, it's being chanted regularly. And I always uh, bring it to life on the tour in Martyr Square. I speak with Nayla about many things her personal life, her political life, her professional career with the newspaper, and how An Nahar navigates the social media that has swept this uprising. I mean, and we agreed that twitter instagram facebook people are constantly refreshing their feed and it is unlikely that when you're in the streets and when you're protesting and you want to be kept up to date regularly with what's happening you won't go to the newspaper right away but she makes the point she makes the case that in-depth coverage something substantial you can't get it through social media you still need traditional newspapers and Annahar's website, its Facebook presence, its, uh, its live coverage, its interviews, uh, they are really part of what is happening right now. And, and they're using social media and allowing people to, to reach them through their coverage, whether it's through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. And it was a real privilege for me to speak with her uh, as somebody who, who really uh, respects the contributions that both Samir Asir and Jibran Twaini left us with. And these are uh, very important figures when it comes to recent history, uh, to journalism, and to storytelling. And I owe it, I really owe it to these names uh, as an inspiration for when I started the tour many, many years ago. And Anhar's value is their consistency and in in-depth coverage. And their firm belief that despite all the bloodshed among their famed journalists, the pen remains mightier than the sword. I'm Rani Shatta with Nayla Twaini, for episode 24 of the Beirut Banyan. I just want to get your instinctual feeling right now, your emotions... Does this uprising feel different than March 14?
1: Uh, I saw it uh, on March 14 and it was it took us maybe a month from the, since the the deaths the assassination of uh, the Prime Minister Hariri till we arrived to the 14th of March. And yes, I think it's a different way because there is a, a different anger. Mm. Uh, there is a social, economical anger, like people, they can't anymore, they, they cannot anymore support the system, the politicians. They are upset, they are angry. They want a better tomorrow, they, were, they want a better Lebanon, they want to live in the country, they don't want to leave the country and to go and find a job. Somewhere else, or to go and study somewhere else, there is a lot of pain. Yeah. And uh, on the March 14, it was a different, we were asking for our freedom from the the, 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 the Syrian army. Mm-hmm. We were asking that we want our independence. It was a different call. Uh, uh, the Lebanese were asking for, for, for the, the freedom and the independ- independence. And now they are asking for a better tomorrow, for a better Lebanon. I think also that. This time, I felt the first few days Mm -hmm. when it started that the anger about uh, uh, they are looking at the at the leaders in a different way. Before we used to have those leaders that we know we all know, and they were the leaders of the country, and they were always the people used to go not all the people, but uh, uh, people Mm. who went and vote. They were voting for them. So now we felt that there is this anger uh, 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 about the leaders. And there is, a, of course, whatever will happen later on, there will be a change uh, for, uh, with the leaders. They have to look at things differently. They have to look how they have to deal with things differently. The way they are acting with the people, the way they are uh, working, the system they are using, they have to change everything, I think. This is what's happening. There is a lot of anger. There is like a revolution and people, they don't want to to, to shut up anymore and they want to to raise their voice. They want to try to make the change. What will happen? No one knows.
0: But do you think the anger is focused primarily on the economic decline of the country or do you see it combined with the political erosion that we've both seen the last fifteen years, and, and to a certain degree, the last thirty years. Yeah,
1: it's it's everything. It's mm. anger about the politicians, the the political way, the system, uh, a lot of uh, the, the the economical situation, the financial situation, uh, the way of living, the the garbage we saw in the roads. Uh, we have a lot of problems that happen that we came up to here the the, the 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 politicians how they are dealing the also the the system the all the system the way people cannot go to hospitals in a respectful way yeah. everything
0: so the comparison which I know they're separate events and they probably will have different outcomes the conclusion of this uprising will be different than what happened after March 14 but The kind of euphoria that we saw in March 14. It was, as you said, a culmination. It was a month long of build-up. And then, of course, it goes without saying that famous speech your father made, which is really just right here. There was a a sense of an accomplishment when the Syrian army withdrew a month later, in April. Can you see a tangible accomplishment showing up, let's say, a month from now or two months from now, given that the, the protests have not ended, and they seem to be ongoing for the time being. We're now in, in day 12, I believe. Yes. Can you imagine a symbolic end to the beginning of this protest 12 days ago where people say they they accomplished something?
1: I hope so because they have to give the, the people something.
0: What would it look like and, and I know this is projecting a little bit in the future. What, what can you see as a tangible accomplishment?
1: I I I I think that they cannot the politicians now and this, the the, the they cannot stay like there is nothing and continue their lives normally and that like nothing's happening. Mm. Uh, they have to give people something. W- and
0: what would that be, though? Because I'm, I'm asking, I'm digging a bit here because it's obvious that corruption has reached a limit. And it's obvious that the system that we live with, the political system, doesn't work. Is there a moment you think is it just a resignation, for example, or is it is no, it something much many, bigger?
1: It's it's many many things. Mm. The first the small, not the small, just the first point that we have to start with, it's the resignation, and a direct. Uh, they they have to form a government a directly. Uh, uh, directly, they cannot wait a lot because we have we know that we are in a crisis. Yeah. We are in a financial crisis, in a big really, yeah. a big crisis and we have to try by any by a miracle maybe i don't know mm. to try to to to, to help uh, the 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 financial and economical situation not to completely uh, collapse, collapse. yeah so I think a resignation is just giving something to people and trying to form a different uh, government with uh, not saying that just technocrat as they are saying the people. No, really people who really knows and uh, um, they know what to do and how to change. And Mm. at the same time, that they have the trust of people to give a different image. It's not a solution. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, just like a bridge or something to to move on. And they have now, from now on, we can say that the politicians cannot act anymore like they what they were wo- they were doing before
0: so that would this be is
1: it's clear now so, like yeah. you know like they are in a like your every day in a test yeah. or an exam mm-hmm. yeah. and people are looking at them what they are doing the, their, their behaviors uh, the way they are managing yeah. the way they are dealing with people talking Absolutely. now uh, a minister uh, in his uh, he cannot act and deal like he was dealing before because he knows that people will not anymore shut up. They will not not say anything. They will not accept anymore if you want to do something. It's it's your right to do it. And uh, if you will... He needs like, you know, here in Arabic, like... um, These these
0: unfortunate connections. Yes. uh,
1: So this will not happen anymore because people are looking at everything and they know that they will not shut up. So it's just like a small bridge to try to make a change Mm -hmm. and to work to try to help the country and after that I think that we have to have serious discussions deep discussions about each chapter everything all the subjects that people here are talking about
0: now it looks I mean if you were let's say there were no demonstrations let's assume for a moment that this never happened it would be unthinkable to imagine the government behaving the way it is right now this level of accountability, even though it's not at the level that we want. But the fact is that this government, in in all its problems, is actually trying. (laughs) It's maybe the first time we've seen genuine effort for many years. But aside from a resignation, aside from a potential technocrat or independent government, is there something bigger at stake here? Because you hear voices about calling for the state to fall. And in Lebanon, we know what that is. It's not just one person who resigns. It's not one institution that collapses. It's several institutions and several entities that will potentially crumble. And that that doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So in other words, not to be too pessimistic with what's happening, but is this more of just a, a revolt for reform as opposed to a genuine revolution?
1: It's just it's re reform and a lot of new not new subjects. Mm. It's subjects that our they were they were taboo before. For example, your dad, no. uh, uh, your dad, uh, uh, the, the the there is a there is a full uh, study that uh, is, that no one used and worked on about uh, Lata Taifiyye. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. this is the first big issue and big problem right. here in Lebanon that you have to try and change.
0: And you hear it on the streets. And you, you hear, hear it on it. Yeah. the, stri- on yeah. on the
1: streets. So I think it's one of the easiest because it's ready. But yeah. I know that your dad uh, yeah. prepared for a whole, uh, a whole yeah. document, and they the can s- apply it. The Senate it.
0: and all that. Sort yes. Of, uh, so yeah.
1: let's try to talk first about this, mm. about uh, about uh, the, the 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 all the corruption. Yeah. Let's talk about a new way. Those are th- m- main major problems in the country and yeah. major subjects that people are asking for. Yeah. I, and uh, yeah.
0: you know March 14 and we both are very familiar with the aftermath of March 14. The Syrians left and within months Lebanon went back to its old ways and it clearly did not reach the level that many people on the street yearned for because it wasn't simply just the Syrian army leaving there were calls for genuine reform maybe they were over overshadowed by the immediate issue, which was the Syrian army. There's a quote that I end my tour with, and it's a quote by one of your famous, probably among the top two most famous uh, journalists in recent in recent years, Samir Asir. And he, I think it was the day after the Syrian army left, April 16, 2005. And it's a it's a great quote engraved on the ledge just by the newspaper here. It says, now, for me, and this should be translated, saying, just because the Syrian army left, the problems are not done. No. So go back to the street, dear friends, dear comrades, and return to clarity. And I, th- I can assume by that he meant sovereignty, real independence, really moving on from the war. Two months later, of course, he uh, he was assassinated. But that that yearning did not it didn't take hold and I'm wondering now because it's almost 15 years later do you think that if this momentum were to stagnate a bit that we will go back to the old ways or is that completely off the table now that we've properly moved forward Ah. there's there's no going back
1: there is i i hope so that there is no going back so i don't know the politicians what are they waiting waiting that people will be tired they will forgot and life will continue maybe and at the same time the problem of the Lebanese sometimes we just do something and after you know we move on and yeah. like nothing happened today after all what happened and like you were saying the euphoria that we're seeing these twel- those 12 days yeah. and all what's happening and what the people are claiming. Uh, I think that what I was saying that maybe the turning point like changing the government to give a start to the people that yes, we're, we're hearing you, listen, yeah. we, know, we know that you want something and right. we're giving you a first and people, they don't have to stop I'm not with uh, they, uh, After that, they have to sit down, yeah. even if it's here in the martyr squares and many places in mm. Lebanon, and to have like forums, discussions, like yeah. heart parks, and to talk in it uh, deeply about what they want. And, and what by deeply, you, the, I'm
0: guessing you're talking about even the confessional power sharing or confession- secularism the, and all that. Everything, yeah. And yeah.
1: what is the best for lebanon maybe we can have experts people mm. Mm. Uh, uh, people from uh, from the universities like aub USG, and others experts people that they know about what they know about the country and what we can do what can be done what they can change and yeah. maybe we can give a chance to the a new government uh, who will try to make a change and try to make those things happen mm-hmm. but sure people should be the the they have to try to push yeah. and not to stop. It's not just, the go- we changed the government, we had what we won't know. Right. It, is it about changing a government? I don't think so. But well, exactly,
0: it's Yeah. giving f- the
1: people something yeah. and to start to work, to start to really work. Because now we are not working. It's just, yeah. Yeah. we're claiming in the, in the streets, yeah. we don't know the politicians, what are they thinking, yeah. what they want, what they will do, what's the problem? It is, what are they still waiting for?
0: You know, I think... Correct me if I'm wrong. It's the first time we've been genuinely confused with what's happening. Yes, oh, okay.
1: even the politicians are yeah,
0: confused. Everyone, exactly, everyone. yeah, yeah. Not just yeah. not just people that are trying to analyze, or the street or the CSE. We're all confused.
1: We are all confused, and we don't have to forget that we're not. We are united. As Lebanese, maybe mm. now it's a being united, being one. Mm-hmm. Uh, not talking maybe about confessions, mm-hmm. not talking about the leaders saying right. It means yeah. all. But also, we all we have to concentrate on yeah. what we want. What mm-hmm. are the points? Uh, and we have to, to 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 respect each other. We cannot have now like a you know a feeling of hate, a feeling of. If uh, you cannot, we cannot judge people. So, this is very now after 12 days. I think we have to think in a smart way how to, to, to make this change.
0: You pointed in a direction which I'm always frightened of, and you said, kellon, 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 and of course, the potential for violence. I mean, there are different occasions, they're different symbolically, they mean different things. We had. March eight before we had March fourteen, yes. And I know we're in October, and I know the dates don't add up the same way, but two days ago, we saw a pushback. It wasn't a counter-protest in the way that no, March eight No, it 8th. was
1: an, ala- an alarming... Uh, yeah, like a there,
0: sign. it's a sign. And it's a sign that harkens back to those days, that the country is divided. Maybe it's not divided the same way, or mayb- maybe in some ways it still is, but it, as you said, people there's a confusion, even on the street... And that moment was less confusing and more, more almost um, reliving what happened before. Do you think that
1: you and me were living? But what I'm afraid of is the the twenty one years old and the twenty years yeah. old. They yeah. are. Do they remember what happened and mm. what's the mm. same? This is what I'm afraid of. That I am with the change. Yeah. I am with what's happening. But what I would like to my. my my wish is not to have what we, not to, I don't want the young people to live what we used to live before and what happened before between the 14th and the 8th. And now, like you said, it's in a different way. First, let's start that the 14th was different because all they were claiming and asking for something, our freedom and independence. They want the Syrian army to go out from the country. Yeah. Okay, it was a very, not simple, it was a very clear message after the assassination and all yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. Now it's completely different because down in the Martyr Square and in Riyadh Salah, in Tripoli, in Jaladrib, in Zo, in Sur, in Nabatiyeh, in Zahle, yes. in the Bika, wherever, all, and all over the Lebanon, you have many debates you have many people yeah. from the extreme, you know, from all the extremes and all the, not parties as parties, from all the uh, the way of thinking. Yeah, I mean, each one, they have their own wishes. You're right. Okay? Yeah. This is very difficult and very critical because at, at yeah. one moment, they can just down fight because of yeah. each one and they, their beliefs what they want for Lebanon. Right. So this is what, I'm asking, and I, I would like, as Anahar, we're working on it for the next few days and next months. Mm. how to try to help people and the Lebanese to work on a, you know, an, I know they are working on a, like, one sheet with the points they want, the yes. common points, the, yeah. the common points they, they have... And what's next, what will happen tomorrow, and how not to fight again, how not to be more confessional and each one will say, I'm Christian, I'm Maronite, I'm, I'm Druze, I'm, I'm Sunni, I'm Shia. This is bad because the first three days, it was really all the Lebanese united, yeah. non-confessional. And we overcame
0: uh, that temporary violence, yes. the, the breaking in and the damaging happening. Here and in this downtown. can happen in yeah.
1: in one minute. Exactly. And and
0: Beirut looked like a war zone and a festival at the same yes. time for a few hours.
1: Sure. Yeah. And till now we can say it's a, it's a twelve days of uh, it's a it's a, it was a good example. Yeah. Even in Paris the violence was a lot That's more true. with the gilets jaunes than right. what we're seeing here. Yeah. Maybe sometimes people are saying, ah, oh, you know how to dance and it's a way a new way. But why I'm not. Uh, why not? If people will dance, and in a way, don't think that in dancing there is no, there is no anger inside in the hearts of the people and a real pain. There are pain in it. There is a pain.
0: There's no limit uh, to free expression. There is, that yes, includes there is no dancing. limits. Yeah. So yeah.
1: Um, I didn't like the way that our people. Ah, oh, you dance, and no, th- even if they are dancing, those people are really uh, suffering. Even if Absolutely. they go and study in the university, but they don't know tomorrow what what is what will happen tomorrow
0: sure and there is some superficial coverage in the sense that you don't they don't even ask why these people are dancing to begin with it's not just a simple let's dance no, no. it's not a silly uh reaction um i i hesitate to say that this will yield tangible results and i'm saying this because and i want i want your opinion on this you have if I'm not mistaken, there's three generations in your family that have helped build this newspaper into the most important outlet for Lebanese news the world over. Three generations that saw Lebanon change dramatically, saw improvements and saw decay in both in both measure. And your grandfather, of course, even represented Lebanon during the worst of times. In the 1980s, we have an ambassador at the UN desperately trying. To preserve some unity abroad, so this newspaper and, and your family have really done justice to the injustice Lebanese have done over decades. All that said, it's been a downward spiral, <laughs> particularly since the end of the civil war. The civil war did not end, and then suddenly we had proper rebirth, and we didn't we didn't do much other than cosmetic surgery, and now we're seeing yeah. the consequences to that. This reluctant pessimism i have is more to do with and you correct me here we are unable to detach ourselves from our respective communities
1: yes this is the problem
0: yeah and i i know that the slogans on the street are otherwise and i know there is real demand for something else i don't see and maybe you can you can agree or disagree i don't see the psychological barrier falling and I say that because I don't think Lebanon can exist otherwise. I think this country, the only reason it's around is because of this horrible system we, we we are glued to. And ungluing us from that system really spells the end of the country. In a country that oddly survived several civil wars and survived invasions, it is, it's survived attempted revolts before, and... I'd like your perspective on that. Can you see the psychological break, where I don't know and I don't care anymore, what the other community is and what they're not, and my political well-being will never be at stake because we're all equal. <laughs> to me, it's so far fetched.
1: So it's so far. That's what I'm saying. That after the, the twelve days, we're we're not after this twelve days. We have to rethink. Yeah. What we want, what we have. To to do and it really needs a lot of workshop even each one as a human has to rethink the way and everything because this is Lebanon this is how we are and uh, till now I'm not we cannot I'm not feeling that
0: yeah
1: we ha- it will have it will have a big change and a major change yeah and what I want to say also it's we, don't, we cannot forget that you have the ha- half of the Lebanese uh, that are not on the streets right. are with the parties yeah. with the leaders are uh, are in a different world yeah. so what will happen tomorrow after all of that right. how can uh, 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 how can we live again together yeah maybe from in the same house you have people who are down the streets and others no so yeah. this is a big problem that again we will re you know we, we like it? the old the old problems yeah we every time Lebanon passed through a, a significant moment mm-hmm. and a significant turning point mm-hmm. you feel like you you what you are saying we feel that like what you're saying that we come back and and it's a natural it's tendency it's a natural it's,
0: yeah.
1: and we don't know what to do and we're lost yeah. and each one Go back to his own confession, uh, leaders, right. or non leaders, to his own house, close everything and try to live again despite all the problems.
0: Do, and but, it's getting
1: yeah. more and more complicated as I'm feeling.
0: And you're, we're, I think we're the same generation. I mean, we're similar age. I think we are. <laughs> Maybe yes, yes. I'm wrong with that. We, uh, do you feel that sectarianism is higher today than it was when you were younger?
1: Yeah.
0: I feel that too. Yes. I don't know if the older generation agrees with that, but in our own life we've seen sectarianism increase in, and it's been nothing but unproductive. There's no nothing nothing positive of that sort of friction between us. It has not there's always that counterweight that sectarianism provides pluralism for us. That way not one community can overtake the other. I don't really subscribe to that. I think uh, the friction is real and I think it's counterproductive. And to me, it increases over time. It doesn't decrease. So this protest is not because of the differences. It's because we're all suffering together. And that doesn't usually spell out for positive change. That could that could also be negative change.
1: Yes, this is what what we have to do. I don't know what we have to do yeah. not to arrive to this Yeah, and
0: and you said workshops, which are, these are fundamental, right? Aside from workshops, do you think there's something institutional that needs to be done? Would countries embrace proper reform? And that it's almost like you have the bottom up and the top down. You have
1: to do reforms on all the levels. On everything. On everything. It's a really small, small country with a lot of... problems (laughs) problems, <laughs> problems uh, re- we need to, to do reforms to work yeah to change and uh, even me sometimes they, they they people they tell me what you used to do when you were in the parliament it's not like that just you know yeah. throwing sentences and criticizing people when you don't know even in, inside how is it yeah. and that you cannot change alone it's a completely different way if you know how to market yourself and to yeah. raise your voice and just talk people will feel that you're doing something but you cannot do a lot. This is actually the
0: perfect uh, transition to what I wanted to ask you. you. You did. You were at some point part of the state. Of course, no one is calling for Nayla 20 to fall <laughs> because Nayla 20 is on the government. <laughs> but there was never that call anyway. But I meant, um, I, I often suggest that even the most competent and most ambitious, the most skilled people you put them in a position of power in Lebanon and they're unable to affect change this could be from the highest positions to even somebody in the municipality that well-intentioned people are shackled by the system and the system is strong yeah it's
1: yeah. all or you go with the system and with the corruption right. and yeah. with everything yeah. or you have to sit and look and you cannot do anything any right. change because when i was young i was maybe 20 three maybe when i was elected and you know that you were
0: 23 when you yes. were yes and people oh, wow. start
1: asking what you did what can i do alone at 23 yeah. when you have no one trying to help trying sure. to change when you believe that you want to make a change uh, you cannot do a lot you go to parliament you just look at them and you don't know you know okay you yeah. can tell me why you didn't resign yes maybe i i should but I, that's I should have these to are both bad
0: options because you're either resigning or you're trying and unable, yeah. and they're not. Uh, so yeah, this
1: is what I'm saying that everything sh- we sh- we we have to rethink everything. Yeah, and I'm 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 not so optimistic now. Not. Just to, I'm not criticizing what's happening, yeah. I'm with yeah. what's happening, I'm so happy with what's happening yeah. and people are believing again in their country because right. we felt for a moment that people are not believing anymore in the country. We live just because we have to live, Absolutely. because we don't have another plan, we don't have a plan B. Yeah. We think that I, I have three kids, I don't know if they will stay in Lebanon, they will yeah. leave, what will happen? So all of us, we were thinking like that. What I'm saying, it's a very positive point, what's happening. It's very good. We're believing again in Lebanon. Yeah. Our our kids now, they feel that, yes, we can hold the Lebanese flag. We, uh, we can believe in our country. We can make the change. And it's Everyone's, citizenry. This is yes. real citizen. Yes, Real, they yeah. feel it. They feel yeah. that they have to do something. Yeah. That the country is calling, they had are on duty because the country, Lebanon, is calling them to work, to do something. Even the Lebanese abroad
0: yes. this time yes. felt
1: that, yes, we have to be, we have to stand by uh, uh, by, by by Lebanon, by right. our country. We have to raise our voices. This is very good. Yeah. But now we have to start to plan for tomorrow yeah for a better tomorrow but again, and not to fall into the into the same sure. what we said the same problems about uh, confession about the politicians about the leaders yeah. maybe we'll have new leaders down and those leaders what will happen right so it's good to have new leaders new parties whatever but all to be united in one plan but is this a the st- main point do,
0: do you think it's the state's role to begin that process or is it something that we should just simply be demanding from the street because I, I want I'm trying to imagine proper reform without the without the willingness of what 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 is the state today it's it's hard to imagine workshops delivering that kind of change. Yeah,
1: but now what we are, now, today what we, are, we have,
0: yeah. we have
1: a government, we have a parliament, yeah. we have a system. We cannot destroy everything and change everything exactly. in twelve yeah. days. Let's yeah. be yeah. so realistic. Okay? Yeah. We have to try to deal...
0: And I'm just going to interrupt for a moment. Had that happened on day one or day two or even day three, that would have been... A, a revolution where the state crumbles within hours yes. and that, that did not happen no. yeah. so
1: now we have to rethink the way and to try to see what to do yeah Okay. if the government will resign how mm. to work with the new government mm. we need a new government in 48 yeah. hours if he will resign because we cannot leave the country yeah. we don't we cannot forget that we're in a big economical and financial trouble. We are in trouble yes. before the revolution, before those twelve days, yeah. I was hearing that for for two or three weeks or one month that we're in a we have a big problem. And it was we're being not fit. healthy. I mean, absolutely. So, yeah. So 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 we cannot if we want to save economically the the, the the country we have to help we have to also to be aware that we have a big problem here. Yeah. So we have if he will resign to work with the new government and that uh, to accept that we have to work with them and we have i think that people they have to to make a pressure on the member of parliament that are now on the par- in the parliament to try to to those laws that they want mm-hmm. all what they want all the points that they want yeah. to try to to push them to 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 to, to reach uh, to reach their demands absolutely so this is what we can do. And after that, so to have maybe pushing. an early elections yeah. and to rethink the law of elections. Also, it's also a long, a long way, so a way to work on a new law yeah. and to go to and vote.
0: So it's pushing the current politicians to reform regardless of their consequence. I Re- think
1: they will now. They are under pressure.
0: That's... I actually, you know what? I see that as for better or worse, that may... That may be the most tangible achievement from what's happened. Yes. The pressure that they haven't felt before. And you said it, it's real pressure to the point that we're, we can't read them. Mm-hmm. And at times it seems like they're shooting each other in the foot. A few di- I mean, I lose track of time, but it's five days ago we saw something very unusual in Lebanon. A former prime minister on the defensive over his money. That never... I mean, it's so unusual even if it's a symbolic moment even if it doesn't do anything it's that kind of image i think that encourages people to demand more and we may see more of more of that over the coming days going back just a moment march 14 we didn't have leadership overnight but the voices emerged in the weeks before that two of them are nahar newspaper famous journalist, Samir Asir, and your father, Jabron Twaini. Day 12, I, I don't hear a name or a particular leader yet. And early on, I thought that's a good thing. You don't need leadership for this to gain traction. On the contrary, maybe it's good. This is just, yeah. it's a geographic thing, and you said it Tripoli to nabati. Right now, day 12, we still don't have leadership can you see this continuing without a visible voice or somebody, a person or a team? Can you see this as just continuing without somebody that we say, yes, that's the person we want
1: and th- this f- is the team we want? What I feel is the people, they don't want this now. They hmm. don't want a leader. Maybe they are upset and they are they have this anger towards the leaders that they don't hmm. want a leader, which is okay. Uh, not bad, but at the same time, what I know that they are, they are doing, like, uh, workshops downstairs, they are talking, they yeah. are, uh, so,
0: But yeah, but it's not one person wait. and one voice. No, yeah. and yeah. they are
1: trying to organize themselves, and I see yeah. sometimes, you know, like, uh, uh, like, WhatsApp, uh, You uh, get these, ads odd, yes, ads, yes, ads, yes bands, exactly, yeah, yeah, and your <laughs> calls, and, so, let's wait and see what will happen. Yeah, What, my, 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 my what well, just my my wish is that not to go back to all those awful moments to hate each other, not to accept accept each other, not to respect each other, the hate I not to have hate in the hearts of people, yeah. and not to go back to more, the more, the extreme confession, each one to his confession to his you know religion to his. Let us see a better tomorrow and to try to, to, to be united and to like each other. Uh, this is what I'm worried of.
0: You know, the symbolic stuff I think is more than beautiful. It is, it is so important to this country an attempt at a human chain. Yes. And I participated, I actually stood in front of the Samir Asir garden as two friends, three of us, were just one tiny speck on a nationwide. Unification. This is the
1: main for me the main, you know, the, the, yeah. the most beautiful Absolutely. message that happened on
0: uh, That and Tripoli dancing. Tripoli enjoying Tripoli for the first time in decades. Tripoli it's a new It's I mean, we it's you need that kind of moment to erase perceptions. I think Tripoli is now the shining star. Yes. Nabati it, doing what it can. Brave, brave protesters defying power is equally impressive. Uh,
1: I would have to salute each one.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: really, Lebanese are...
0: And these are the things that don't happen. You stink, which happened. We saw it here as well. The geography component wasn't there either. Even though the trash in Tripoli is just as bad, it wasn't there. It was Beirut-focused. And now you see a nation coming together... I think that, even if it doesn't work, that's still a powerful moment. We tried. Now, for a moment, you were 23 when you entered Parliament. How old were you when your father was assassinated?
1: Uh, I was 20, maybe? 20. Wait, I was 20... No, I was 22 when my father... uh, I was 22 and... Twenty-five, let's say, uh, parliament. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm born in 1982, so it happened okay. in 2005. Yeah. So yeah. I was 22, 23. In your early and, 20s, and you became a politician and shortly thereafter. Uh, 2009, the elections. So, after four years. Right. Okay.
0: Yes. I'm. I was in my early 30s, and now similar. I'm in my late 30s. Now I know I'm a little older than you. Uh, I I can only speculate here. I wish I could hear both voices today. I really wish, because those are... They're different voices, but they're both powerful voices. I'm guessing my father would be very, very, very happy with what's happening right now. This is only a guess. Sure.
1: All of what we...
0: Do you think your father would have the same kind of... Maybe a smile on his face with... Sure. Yeah.
1: Sure. I and think... this is the, what my, my, my biggest surprise was... Uh, listening to his oaths everywhere yeah it was yeah. for me that maybe and i i wrote it as a post on my my Instagram that I think that till now uh, his he's uh, bothering them and uh, yeah. they are not happy hearing his voice again and people saying his oath everywhere. Absolutely. Because wh- his call was that he wants the Lebanese to be united and his call was that Christians and Muslims, that he wants them to be united to defend the country. Yeah. so And your father also, he was working on that, to have a new Lebanon, a new way, a modern country, a respectful country. And they didn't want those people to survive because they were afraid from those people. And they were afraid for the people who really wanted uh, uh, the Lebanese to be united, a modern Lebanon, uh, non-sectarian, non, uh, without all those, with all my respect to my religion and to all the religions, but to, 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 you know, to have a modern country. Uh, so they didn't want all those people so and they yeah. knew i think with how and why they killed them yeah. uh, but uh, you know true people and uh, people like them will always uh, be in the country and people will will read about them and learn from them yeah. and try to you know to to to, to 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 maybe to do something for them because they believe in them yeah. So, um, this is the biggest, uh, for us, maybe, like, you know, like, uh, not a gift, like, um, what can you say, like... Um,
0: well, I mean, I think it's much more than, than, than it's a uh, gift. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, an, uh, it's an accidental event that that, that moment yes. in Martyr's Square, almost 15 years later, is still the chant. It's, it's oh, yes. I mean, you know, Lebanese are creative. You have Eloquence. You also have other types of eloquence. It's not just journalism. You have melodic curse words. <laughs> Thankfully they're yes, not yes. going to go down as powerful as your bronze 20s But you hear chants. And that chant, that chant, for ten years on the tour that I give, there's thousands of people, foreigners and Lebanese, that I have speakers with me. And that's the chant that I I mean, I want them to feel the power of Martyrs Square. And to me it's still that that is it's captured in time. And I love that you still hold that chant. I know you've heard it endless times, and we've heard it many times. It still resonates. I keep my father's last, speaking of social media, his last words were on Twitter, yes. and I've kept them. Yeah, And I think it's there, and you said it right. It still bothers their opponents, which is good. Going slightly in another direction, social media. March 14, 2005, there was no No such thing, there was no Twitter, there was no Instagram, your father was not taking a selfie (laughs) during his speech, (laughs) and that's a good thing, everyone had to be there to experience it, and if they were lucky, they saw it on the news that evening. This time around, I'm following this through refreshing my Twitter feed, and you're probably doing something like that too. Yes. This newspaper today, in 2019, I know it's, it's, it's adjusted itself to keep up with technology and its online presence is very important. Do you think journalism in the traditional sense even matters anymore? When, when it comes to these kinds of moments that citizens are doing it themselves, They're, they've become citizen journalists. Yes,
1: it matters in a different way. Mm. Uh, you have the news, the 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 every every minute news, every second. The stations news, with all the, the footage over and, yeah, and everything. Yeah. And you have the deep articles and the, mm-hmm. you know the 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 editorials and the, to help people to to think to yeah. read where are we going what will happen what's next what can we do mm-hmm. uh, so this is important and this is why. For me, uh, newspapers still have a big role to play and the deep journalism. Social media is very important and mm. this is why we have our presence in social media yeah. as Anahar. Yeah. We have our uh, Facebook. Uh, we have even our live Facebook channel with that right. we are uh, covering each and every moment. And uh, we have our Twitter, Instagram, uh, t- even TikTok to have the new generation. We have um,
0: And I've seen live YouTube. interviews uh, at yeah, times. Yeah, on live videos, yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, We have our web TV, we have our website, Mm. and we still have the newspaper... And to, to to give more and more people, you know, about the ref- what, what to, how to rethink the things, how what yeah. to write the deep articles, opinions, what how to elaborate things. And this is what I'm thinking: that how can we help people as Anaha today to work on something, to try to make the change and to be the mm. voice of people, and um, to be here. So I think yes, in well, everywhere in the world, you feel that journalism still have. Yeah. Um, his the presence and the, the role that that the, what they are doing
0: it almost requires somebody to take a break from protesting and appreciate the moment by reflecting through those deep articles. Because yes. otherwise you can be lost. Yes. And it becomes just chaos. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're experiencing this where you can almost stay awake well into the night. I mean five in the morning you're still refreshing. You're
1: refreshing your, your feeds. Yeah. And may,
0: that uh, might not be. You cannot hel- think and you think cannot exa- see yeah.
1: what will happen tomorrow. You cannot yeah. just calm down and try to, to rethink everything. Mm-hmm. And just you know you walk by the mass and
0: Yeah, exactly. So maybe it requires people to take a momentary pause. Mm-hmm. and and read what is still powerful journalism.
1: Oh, I think we have to do that. And we have, I think, to calm down and to rethink and just to be really strong, not to go back to many years um, and to have bad things happening. So we all have to be responsible this time and to try to make the change together for a better Lebanon for us, for our children, for the new generations.
0: I agree. With that, I'll maybe end it with another quote by Samir Asir. It's in French, but I won't destroy the French language. I'll translate it. Uh, it's part of his book, Beirut, 600 pages. So it's a kilo. It's still the best book on Beirut. I used to get it from the bookstore here yes. in Nahar, just downstairs. al yes. Budej. And I I think it's been years now that al But I used to go there, and that was my go-to place to provide the book on every tour. It's a gift for anyone that could translate Samir Asir. And I'll do it myself. Uh, Beirut, extraordinary in its prosperity. Beirut, extraordinary in its ruin. And it's that cycle between stability and instability.
1: Mm.
0: Between prosperity and war. Hopefully we break the cycle this time. Hopefully. Hopefully. Thank you, Neda. Thank you. That beyond any immediate changes, whether the Prime Minister resigns, whether there's a reshuffling in the Cabinet, whether there's a neutral Cabinet or an independent one, or technocratic one, whatever happens in the immediate future, reform will take time. And whether it's reform done through the workshops Naila was referring to, or whether it's a state-led attempt at bringing about proper structural reform I think it'll be decades from now if we start today and I don't know I really don't know where we're heading right now Uh, Naila and I shared a a sense of confusion because it is now entering day 13 and uh, pending any surprise moves or any immediate changes uh, the protests are continuing Uh, the government has not resigned And we're waiting. We're waiting to see what happens. Regardless, an remains central to informing Lebanese about all that is happening. Uh, Lebanese at home in the diaspora, a wide foreign audience as well, that's able to stay in tune with developments on the ground. And I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Naila Twaini. And if you're enjoying the podcast, consider a contribution through Patreon. Uh, Check out the details box below. There's a Patreon link there, or go to our website, beirutbanyan.com, and click on the Patreon button. Any contribution is well appreciated. And if you want to keep up to date with the podcast, simply subscribe via preferred podcast platform. Whether it's Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, we're there. And we also have a YouTube channel. You'll find us there as well. Until next time, I'm Rani Shatah, and this is the Beirut Banyan.